welcome to Two Book Minimum, because life's too short to only read one book at a time. I'm Monica Fumarolo. I love love. Well, most of the time. I guess it's more accurate to say that I love the idea of it because my personal experiences have been woefully lacking and desperately disappointing in the romantic department. All the more reason for me to spend time in the pages of stories that explore love in its many forms, both the swoony and the platonic. It is important to remember that love isn't just about Valentine's Day and being coupled up, but also about the love among family and friends and how it can be messy and complicated all over the place. The two books I'm featuring this week look at love in all its forms. I'll be talking about The Authenticity Project by Claire Pooley, but first up is Sister of the Bride by Lauren Morrill. We have recently had a heat wave across the United States, but that's almost nothing compared to Lauren Morrill's adult romance debut, Sister of the Bride, being published by Yellow House Media in 2023. Life cannot truly be lived standing still, but sometimes Pippin wishes it could. Change can be uncomfortable and overwhelming, and she's had more than her fair share of it so far in her life, most of which has ended badly. It's why she still lives in the same home she grew up in above the restaurant her family has owned in Boston for over a hundred years. It's why when her father unexpectedly died, she took over running things. Consistency is key. But in the blink of an eye, the changes start piling up. Her childhood best friend Toby moves back to the city and is a welcome sight for tired eyes, followed soon by Pippin's twin sister and her twin sister's fiance. And now all of a sudden, mom wants to sell the restaurant, which means Pippin has very quickly become someone on the verge of joblessness and homelessness and in her singleness who can help catch her as she's falling. Well, did we mention that Toby is back in town and his offers to help Pippin with her maid of honor duties turn into nights out and kisses and more if she would let it? I have been a Lauren Morrill fan for years, getting my hands on as many of her young adult titles as I could. This is her adult debut, and any YA collection curators out there should know, this is absolutely not a young adult book. This is adult. Very adult. We're talking five chilies spicy. This is romance slathered in sriracha. This book is actually so steamy with sexy times that the author told her own mother, please do not read it, otherwise I'll never be able to look you in the eye again. Now personally, I'm down for that. I like the romance novels I read to have well-built worlds, a well-rounded cast of characters, and stakes that feel realistic. This can sometimes be a tall order for the genre, but Moral takes on the challenge well. A blind person could see how wonderful Toby is, even when Pippin fights it, and this was a clever take on the father of the bride type of story. I read this a while ago and posted about loving it on my Instagram, and a friend of mine immediately asked when she could get a copy. Not for the first time, I was appreciative of my advanced reader copies on NetGalley, so I didn't have to wait, and I know I'll be recommending this one to my friends in need of a pick-me-up. This holiday weekend, Sister of the Bride is the optimal choice. It's available for pre-order now and will be hitting shelves on September 1st. How many of us really know the people around us? The people we see in our usual neighborhood haunts are taking the same bus every morning who are a part of our everyday lives and yet are total strangers. What if we took steps to change that? 
This is pretty much the basis for The Authenticity Project, written by Claire Poole and published by Penguin in 2020. Monica, great name for a character, owns a small and struggling coffee shop when she finds an unassuming green notebook left behind. The notebook's challenge to the reader is simple. In these pages, be honest, brutally so. Be your authentic self, leaving something behind on the pages and then pass it on to, for someone else to read and learn from. As the notebook makes its rounds, readers are introduced to an increasingly eclectic cast of characters that shouldn't ordinarily combine. It doesn't make sense that a senior citizen's life would become intertwined with a cleaning-obsessed former lawyer-turned-baker, a young Australian on a European adventure, an alcoholic asshole, and an Instagram mom influencer. And yet, the busy, big city of London becomes small and quaint and cozy, but still complicated and complex. For most of the book, I was charmed and eager to see the journey this cast went on together. There were a few points where I was taken aback with choices the author made and turns of events, but the more I thought about it, the more I just decided that not all books need to be written with all the bows neatly tied up with clear black and white characters. There's a time and a place for those stories, but that's not what Pooley was trying to do here. That's not what she wanted this book to be. Gray is interesting. Things get a bit messy, which I didn't mind. I will admit that there were times when I was unsettled about how some of the choices made with this text did not feel realistic or, dare I say it, authentic to the rest of the story and the world that I was inhabiting in these pages. Still, I ultimately enjoyed it, and I've added another book by Pooley to my to-read list to explore in the future. So that's the story for now. I'm currently reading Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed, and until next time, happy reading.